Welcome to Bite-Sized Agency Briefs, a webinar series that packs a ton of important agency information on one topic from one expert into a 25-minute brief. Why 25 minutes? Because who has the attention span for much more these days? And you can squeeze in a listen between meetings with time for a bathroom break or coffee refill before your next meeting. Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is Bite-Sized Agency Briefs. I'm your host, Steve Guberman from Agency Outsight, where I coach agency owners to build the agency of their dreams. I'm here with my friend, Todd Gen Genitasio from Tresnik Media. It's a mouthful, but Nailed I, it. I got that. Uh, Todd, you're a veteran marketer uh, expert who's been featured in Entrepreneur, Forbes, and Huffington Post for proven systems to grow brands online and build engaged audiences in our constantly evolving digital world, which we're going to dig into. Uh, his combination of fundamental principles and modern marketing strategies are what create a force multiplier for businesses. Todd has been working in digital communications and marketing since 2003. Over that time, he's worked with some of the biggest companies in the world, from Universal Records to BASF, and with growing startup and small businesses. So, excited to have you here. Thanks for joining me. How Thanks, are you man. Today? I'm excited. I love this. I love that you're doing this. I love, I love, you know, I'm all about the, the helpful content that people can put out and, uh, and you're a great, great resource for agency owners. So as soon as I heard you were doing this, I was super psyched. Awesome. I mean, listen, I got to like tip my hat to you. You know, we had lunch, I don't know, a year or so ago. And I was like, yeah, there's this thing I want to do. And it's literally sat on the launching pad of up and, you know, for God knows too long. So before we talk about like content and, and the purpose of doing these kinds of things and the benefits, which again, you inspired me to. So, so big thanks. Oh, thank you. Tresnik, the agency, where are you guys? How's it going? <laughs> How's the past couple of years been? It's good, man. So yeah, I have like a very windy road of a career in the agency ownership world, right? So I started Tresnik Media, my agency in 2011. So we just crossed 11 years last month. You know, I think a very common story of had a big corporate job, cog in the wheel, 100,000 employees, who knows, like, who knows if what I'm doing makes a difference, blah, blah, blah. Leave there to start my own company so I can work closer to the impact that I'm having. And basically started off as a freelancer building websites, add in social media, SEO, et cetera. You know, hired a, a part-time contractor to help with the social media stuff. Three of us working out of the spare bedroom in my apartment, you know, <laughs> while my wife, who's a teacher, is home for the summer, like giving me dirty looks like, can you guys get the hell out of here soon? <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and so, um, you know, got an office. We were in Montclair at the time. New Jersey has a lot of expenses. Got it. I got burnt out on it, kind of, you know, scaled things back, mm -hmm. um, did a lot of consulting and advising for a little bit, digital courses and online coaching and things like that. Um, and then the beginning of March of 2020 was like, all right, I want to like bring my skill set back into the services and start, you know, bringing on clients again. And fortunately for me, the pandemic was like a wake up call for a lot of companies that were not online yet. And so people who had been in my kind of ecosystem for years, but not taken action, they started taking action like, hey, it's yep. time for us to talk and like get this stuff going. Um, so you know, we were able to kind of scale up quickly, brought on a few team members, which we can talk about that process um, and the different options, but a lot of new options today that didn't exist 10 years ago that are cool for getting started and scaling up. And so kind of took that and then kind of figuring it out, uh, you know, along the way now in the new world of so much different digital stuff, like everything's constantly changing, but still 
a lot of the fundamental principles from 10 years ago are what get the most success, you know? So a lot of ups and downs left and rights, like everybody's journey. And you just gotta, you know, love the process. And when you're passionate about what you do, like that's how you get through those tough, tough and stressful times. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, and I, and I admire that, you know, constantly evolving the evil word that became, or the word that became evil over pandemic is pivot. Uh, mm. But I think any, any business owner needs to understand agility and understand that, you know, either how do I adapt to the challenges or where do I see the opportunities are going to be and how do I get mm -hmm. there first? The, the ever evolving landscape of digital, you, you know, you've seen opportunity in it. Like what are some of the things that you've really kind of taken a hold of over the past, you know, year or two? You know, I think the biggest thing, first of all, is like exactly what you're doing here. And it's the premise of your business in general is like, I've always been a believer of helpful marketing, right? Helpful yeah. over hypey, education-based, customer-centric. So like when HubSpot first came out, you know, I was an early partner there and I love the whole idea and concept of inbound marketing of like, Hey, I'm yeah. going to put stuff out and like, I'm showing up to serve and just put value out to the world. And like, I don't know if that means that someone's going to find this blog post on Google or like the person I am next to at the bagel shop on Saturday is going to randomly mention they need something, but like, I just... I'm here to serve and show up and put value out and know that it's going to come back. And like, I feel like that's what content and inbound marketing kind of does. And I like the forced serendipity of that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's the same old thing. It's like, you have to just can, you know, show up consistently from a place of service and bring value to the table and demonstrate your expertise. Um, that's the stuff that will, has always worked and will always work. And how do I do that in seven seconds on TikTok? Or, how, you know, how do <laughs> I do seven? <laughs> right. Like, you know, um, it's crazy, but it's still the same thing. And even the same structure, like as we're working with clients and coaching them on their content, it's like you can take the same framework for a an hour long webinar or podcast episode yeah. and distill that same outline into a five minute YouTube video or a yeah. seven second reel. It's like, what's your hook and value that you're bringing? give them some substance and meat and provide them with a call to action. And like, just how quickly you do that. Like the TikTok version is like, you need five tools to help your digital marketing. Number one is WordPress and Th Thrive Themes. Number two is Active Campaign. Number three is Airtable. Number four is Facebook ads. Like click the link to learn more. No, like, that's no, it's, it's, here's number one, follow to get number two. Also, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's also that. But then yeah. there's also like, you know, you could do a 10 minute YouTube video on that same thing. Like if you need right. help with your digital marketing and you need some tools, here's the list. Number one is WordPress. That's where we build our website and it helps with our SEO and publishing content, right? So that you just kind of like, it's like an accordion of how do we bring value to the table, like properly communicating that? And yeah. then, okay, do I do that in set one second, seven seconds? You know, there's all different ways to do it, but I think that's, yeah. it's figuring out the context of your channel of communication, but still rooting it in those fundamental principles that have, you know, stood the test of time. Call it the woo-woo. And I love that, but you, you're a firm believer in the business world that what you put out, you're going to get back yeah. and give it, give it a way to get it back. Exactly. I, I follow that also, particularly with networking. My core intention with networking is how can I help? How can I help so that then you can help me? It's just, how can I help? Right. And whatever that results in later. Awesome. There's that, capitalistic, you know, bare mindset of, of yeah. running a business and growing a business and, you know, competitive nature. And, mm -hmm. and, and I don't, I don't think most people allow those to coexist. You know, um, how do you, how do you let those things coexist? Yeah, it's, it's very hard and trying to figure it out analytically is almost impossible 
and yeah. uh, I'm sure you you know Ryan Holiday, you know mm-hmm. big all his stoicism books and stuff. And I heard him say in a conversation one time that like life is just a paradox, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where you just have to hold two contradictory ideas in your head at the same time. In our little bubble, it looks contradictory, but at a different level, it's not. I know that's not a great answer, but once you can come to terms and accept that, like, and just living that both of them can be true at the same time. One of the things my wife and I were talking, she's an entrepreneur as well. We were talking last night about like, you have to like have a clear intention and vision and set your intention on what you want, come up with a game plan that's going to get you there and take that aligned action and, and live practically pragmatically. But at the same time, be open to the possibility of completely absurd miracles coming out of nowhere. In like 2016-ish, I enrolled in a program to really build up the online media piece of my business and uh, really get dive deep into Facebook ads. And I spent tens of thousands of dollars learning, running ads, running all these, you know, into webinars and and the whole online thing, right? And I really cut my teeth. I really put in the work for months and months and months. That's really where I honed my copywriting skills and my media buying stuff and all that. Um, Three hours a day, like getting to the office super early before everyone else so that I could learn this and do it. And I'm learning from my own experience on the agency. And one day, uh, a guy that I had met in a global mastermind, online mastermind, a few years prior, happened to live. It was me, a guy from New Zealand, a guy from London, someone in San Francisco, and a guy from... Rochelle Park, which for the listeners, not locally, like it's 10 miles from my house. So it's right. like all the, it was like wild that we had met there and we got a couple, couple of coffee, a couple of times, and we didn't really interact for a while. So I put all this time, energy, money into this, into this Facebook ads funnel. Right. And it's starting to take off. I'm learning it. And, but it, you know, I'm not making millions of dollars or anything. This guy calls me and says, Hey, I have a new client that's over, over by you. And they need help with like content strategy and content marketing. And, you know, I only do CRO. So I was, do you want to team up on this and whatever? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. So we, we get together, put together this pitch and it was a a huge company. It's like the, the package was like multiple, multiple six figures for the pitch. We go to their office. Now this is not me at all. It's all my friends. So I'm not speaking up. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm there for support, answering Mm -hmm. some side questions. I am by no means the star of this show. Mm-hmm. We have the meeting at the end of the meeting. They're like, oh, this is good. You know, we'll get back to you. They follow up later and they're like, you know what? We're not going to pursue this project in general right now. So we're putting that on the side. So, okay, you know, whatever. Thanks anyway. The CEO of this company messages me on LinkedIn and says like, hey, it was great meeting you yesterday. Would you want to come in and talk about a different project uh, tomorrow? Have a cup of coffee. So I say, yeah, sure. And before the meeting's over, he calls in his assistant, says, send in these two people. They come in. They're like, I'd like you to meet Todd. He's the new consultant. He's, he's going to be the one running the, running the team from now on. I'm like, I didn't, he didn't ask me. I didn't, like, that just was what it was. And it turned That's into, how he told you. And, that w- and it was a multiple six-figure a year deal. And I'm like, that came out of the blue, quote unquote. Yeah. But I'm putting out all this energy into the universe of online and Facebook ads mm-hmm. and webinars and serving content and email and all this. So like, it just came out and like, you know, like these things just happen that you can't explain them. You can't connect the dots directly, but yep. there's so many stories like that when you just show up and do the work. And I think, I think doing the work is what creates a stronger magnetism yeah. around you as a business, a brand, a person, like whatever. So, yeah, so the energy you put out attracts other energy and, and magnetism. 
that's obviously these are not our original ideas you mentioned Brian yeah. Holiday I know you're big into coaching and yep. and and support you mentioned in mastermind group what what's your current relationship with coaching as as an agency owner I mean yeah we'll talk yeah. about that uh so at this point like I started the agency 11 years ago 12 years ago whatever and I've always been a self-taught geek in terms of like the technical skill set right like Right. When I was 18, I taught myself Photoshop at, at night on, you know, on the internet, like that, those kind of things, like always had learned the skills. So at this point, really, I am beyond looking to learn any particular skill set from a technician standpoint. And where I really focus my investments is in personal development and mindset training. And so the coaches and trainings mm -hmm. that I really work with now are around that, like, how do I level up my identity as a person to get out of technician right? How do I get out of in the business and onto the business? How do I level up my mentality and perspective from being a local freelancer as a beginner to now the CEO of a boutique agency to then also like, you know, I offer, we don't offer like one-to-one -one coaching, but we do have online DIY programs where essentially all the training I give my team uh, and processes and frameworks and documentation, like we have that as a course people can buy. So if you're a small business owner and you're not ready for that, you know, multiple thousands of dollars a month ticket for an agency, like this is a good starting point for you to lay down your foundation. Um, and so really where I, I'm like, how can I become the type of person in this modern world? And this is kind of where testing and evolving on a daily basis of like, I run an agency and provide services which kind of feels like traditional offline type of business, but in this new world where we have so many different types of tools that make it easy and fast to do things really well, you know, you can hire and work with people from anywhere, you know, and there's different ways to deliver a service. Like I show up and I've, you know, part of what I've been working on and I'm always iterating is like my vision and of like, what's my Dharma and what I'm here for. And like right now it's always some form of like, I want to empower entrepreneurs who have a powerful message message to reach and impact more people. If you want to hire us so that we can build your platform and do the execution of that work, great. But if you can't afford that yet, I don't want you to be left hanging if you're passionate and you want to do what you want to do. How can I serve? So it's like, who am I serving? And then the vehicle for that. And that's kind of the balancing act of identity that I'm like always at odds with. And that's kind of the contradiction contradiction we talked about before, right? Like yeah. Am I a services business? Am I a digital business? But now it's kind of a little bit of everything, right? And it's how you can diversify, like, you know, pivot, like have multiple revenue sources, all that kind of stuff. Like it's all important. And like, you know, these are the hundreds of different things that agency owners have in their head at all times. Like, how do I do all these different things and not keep my, you know, keep my head from exploding? <laughs> so, so just, so coaching helps keep you focused on that big picture. Cause obviously yeah. you're going to, you know, take turns where you need to and it's focused more on leveling up your identity you mentioned your mindset the yeah. energy you put out not tech not tactical tools like hubspot and crms right. and all that nonsense yeah, exactly one of my clients dropped this it's been my new favorite acronym and this identifies you know labels you perfectly fitfo figure it the fuck out yeah and so yeah. you know you're you're a guy that technically you're going to figure it out but you exactly be pushed inspired and held accountable to goals dreams aspirations visions yeah. and now it's you mentioned even it's kind of trickled that into the family i'm sure now your wife's a very successful entrepreneur yeah as well, man she's crushing sure me man her business is yeah she's doing amazing uh, stuff i'm sure your daughters will be selling you know lemonade stands you know dude soon. my daughter has it my daughter designed made a design on the ipad 
like a year ago when she was five. She might not even have been five yet. And like we put it onto a shirt on Printful and like ordered shirts. And so like she has awesome. a shirt that she designed, you know, so yeah, and she's, you know, she does the lemonade stand in Lavalette at the beach in the summers. Like, you know, she love it. Yeah, yeah she's we were it. on the beach and this kid was walking around with a backpack cooler selling lemonade. And it was the shittiest lemonade ever. But I gave the kid <laughs> five bucks. I told yeah, him, you got to and he was he was like and i was like absolutely man look at you out here hustle and sweating your yeah. ass off like to yep. show me somebody you know that's doing that these days it doesn't happen that. the kids don't come shovel snow anymore yeah i don't want to be the old guy saying get off my yeah. lawn but <laughs> but so all right so helpful content putting it out there and mm-hmm. you were kind of talking about like the the diy part or the done yeah. for you part it's the diy is like here i'm going to give it to you take it learn yep. from it grow build your whatever that entrepreneurial thing is that you've got or yep. done for you, hire us and we'll do it for you. Um, so love that. Um, what are some challenges you're seeing now as an agency owner? Like what's something that's got you scratching your head at night? We just hired a new person who started a month and a half ago. She's doing great. Um, that hiring process was, this was the first time I used LinkedIn jobs okay. and we got over a hundred people that applied, which mm-hmm. was cool. And I don't know, LinkedIn jobs had zero onboarding experience for me to use it. Like it was like, write your job description, put your credit card info. That's it. Right. Like that's it. And then everything comes else. Everything else came into like an inbox. So sorting through those, I love Jamie. She's great. Um, I'm happy with her coming on board, but like there's 90, you know, I probably talked to like 10 people out of the 90 because like sifting through the LinkedIn jobs dashboard of it was like too much of a pain um but uh, you know hiring is always like a tricky thing and always Mm -hmm. has been so this time what i did that was super helpful was when i had a few candidates that i was interested in i gave them all paid projects okay um and then that helped me see like what are your like okay you could trick me on an interview by being enthusiastic Right. right but like let's see the work you actually do um, and that was like a cool thing that I did, but, um, I think being the world that we're in now and who knows what, what the job market will be like in a year from now, it seems to pivot back and forth. The pendulum swings faster. Like every time now it's like Big time. shorter and shorter, shorter and shorter periods of like employee yep. market, employer market. But I think to just always be recruiting is something I need to start focusing on, uh, yeah. not to hire every day, but that like we have this pool of people. And plus like this, this is also the benefit of putting out really great content and expressing your philosophies on business is that if you're, it's great to attract clients, but it's also great to educate people in your network and potential hires. So now they're familiar. Cause like, that's a big thing when you hire someone new, it's like, do they have the skills or not? And then do they, are they the right fit from a personality and mindset and philosophy standpoint? And like, you know, if you come from, you know, like a churn and burn agency where you're just like, Hey, you have, you know, you have a hundred clients and you just need to come in and write like generic social media posts for all of them because they need to post every day. That's not what we do. Right. Right. Like we take a different, like we roll our sleeves up and we understand our clients and we write real copy and real content. And we collaborate with our clients to put out something that's worthwhile. That's why I've always kind of preferred hiring younger people who haven't been tainted yet by, uh, you know, a system that I don't necessarily approve of. And so I know they're more moldable when they're young. They haven't been like destroyed by corporate or, right. you know, like you said, churn and burn agency. But I yeah. love that, that 
by putting out your business philosophies and, and how you run your agency and how you work with people and what your goals are, if, and that's a big word, if potential candidates do some research, they can get to know you, get yeah. to know your, your DNA and your culture and what the agency is all about, even before hitting the quick apply now yeah. button. And another so great, that. another great tip for other agency owners is whether you have your own show or you're a guest on other shows, I think both of those are great ways to capture content and have assets yeah. for your business is that when people apply, because this is what I did too, I wasn't going to leave it to chance. Like again, every hiring market's a little different, but like I wasn't leaving it to chance. I wanted an A player. So I'm not going to like, I wasn't going to be lazy about following up because there are certain times too, where I'm like, I'm waiting to see if they follow up because if they want the job, they'll follow up. Right. But like, right. I'm like, I need to go after A yeah. players. I'm not doing that. So in the process, I said, great, your interviews Thursday at two o'clock, like here's a link to an episode of my show so that you can get familiar with my particular flavor. Nice. And yeah, I, like that. I used it proactively in that kind of call. I don't know what the word is in the HR world, but in the nurturing process of hiring. And you could do the same thing with new clients like, oh, hey, we have our call for Thursday to do your initial discovery consultation. You know, here's a, here's a YouTube video that we put out or here's a podcast I guessed it on where we talked about this type of thing that you're interested in. You know, this will definitely help you prep. And then now you're having like really educated decision uh, discussions with those people, whether it's hiring or, you know, selling. Yeah, love that. Listen, I want to switch switch gears before we run out of time because I didn't tell you about this, but I like to do a quick rapid fire towards the end. Let's do it. But I but I do love that, man. Put out the vibe of let people know who you are, what your ethos is before they even hit the apply now button or in that nurturing process. Yeah. And honestly, there is a lot of digital marketing that's going in efforts that are going into recruitment more than ever. Yeah. The job market is so upside down. It's insane. So you know, good for you for getting somebody. I love that process. Uh, I think there's definitely something tactical to take away from that. Big lesson or craziest thing that you did during pandemic? I mean, biggest lesson was like, I can't believe how many people don't have a proper website and like are now get like, that was like mind blowing to me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I can't believe these are the kind of conversations I'm having. Um, that was kind of wild. Um, and uh, a couple of things that I did at different times was, 45 day live challenge every day for 45 days, go live on Facebook, or I guess you could do Instagram too. Um, another thing I had just, I just came off of in May was daily reels on Instagram. Um, I always think that that's always a great exercise, even if you don't do it consistently forever, but it's always a great exercise to articulate your thoughts by putting out content on a regular basis. And like, if you're doing 90 seconds a day, it really helps you, you know, get that bite-sized stuff out. Love that. I think it takes a lot of courage, man. Um, what's a book or podcast or audio book that you're vibing on right now? Um, well, new hires first day always get uh, how to win friends and influence people. It will never go old. That's like nice. my highest yep. recommendation to everybody for sure. Yep. Awesome. And I mean, you know, a book that I'm by, I just finished like the cabal which is like not, <laughs> not agency related at all. So the seven universal principles. <laughs> but right. So we nurture our spirit. We nurture our emotions. We True. bring that to the table on the agency side. And like you said, what you put out comes back. So I love that new hobby, something that you're into you and the family or you yourself. Watching Marvel movies, which awesome. like sounds silly, but like my wife's not into superhero stuff. And so uh, once we had kids, they're too, you know, my oldest is six, so she's not, you know, old enough to watch that stuff yet. Um, I like did not get to watch like basically anything the last few years. And that I was like, <laughs> when I was like, man, I'm getting like, I need something to do on my own, like if I'm like home for a little while by myself, like catching superhero movies. 
Very cool. Yeah, if you get the whole Marvel series, you watch it in order. I mean, and that's what I did. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool. And then finally, your your most valuable, greatest piece of business advice that you can leave to an agency owner. Come from a place of service and bringing value to the world. It will come back to you. Uh, I promise. Uh, might not be mm-hmm. one second later, but if you can show up consistently and bring value to the world, I promise that your life will be better when you create more expansion for other people. Love that, man. Beautiful. Todd, thank you so much for your time today. I'm grateful. Thank you, man. Awesome to be here. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thanks again for tuning in to Bite-Sized Agency Briefs. As always, if you found value in this episode, chances are someone else will too. So please share it with your network. Also, if you know someone with expert knowledge on a topic that agency owners would love, drop me a note. Let's get them on. Finally, find someone to hug today.